0: Bed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Welcome to Wednesday. I hope you're all doing well. Sitting here pondering, pondering and pondering. I'm looking at a piece of wood right now. <laughs> It's funny I went back to the gym and I'm trying to go on a, like at least 3 days a week to build up my upper body strength because I've always had weak upper body strength all my all the strength in my body it seems like is down in my hips my my legs and my feet because I spent so many years without a car in Silicon Valley and walking and running for the bus will build up your legs and I'm kind of flabby but I still feel the muscle in there but my upper arms oh man I got to do something about those my upper arms my shoulders my midsection all that and it's funny because I noticed this or at least it brought more to my attention when I started whittling because I had this idea I'm going to whittle I'm going to whittle miniatures. Not real miniatures, but I mean like busts and stuff of goblins and PCs and whatever. Little tiny ones that would be like more or less the right size that I could use for minis. And that fell through because I, I mean, I, I saw some videos and I got a knife and I got some wood and realized that I'm no good at it. I mean, I'm not that good at it, even for a crude figure. Like I said, I wasn't trying to do actual sized minis. It was more like a bust of something. And then that represented the character. But I figured, well, maybe I could just do it to make like, I don't know, terrain and objects and things. So I started doing this and I started making, first of all, the first thing I'm doing is making a rock pile. I'm making a like a stack of rocks from this piece of wood and I'm sitting here and I'm carving and I'm just, and, and everything is, I mean, this is balsa wood and it's uh, uh, you know like that. And I'm going, God, where's the strength in my upper arm? So that's why I'm going back to the gym, long story short. But that's not what I wanted to talk to you about today. What I was going to talk about is mysteries, mysteries in your game. And what I call logical mysteries. Now, people who have listened to this channel for a while, listen to this, this podcast for a while, And' I've, you know I've said things like uh, my main thing was, I like I have some realistic things in my games, but I don't go for what's real. I don't go for what's possible. I go for what's plausible. My friend Matt, he likes to take a more more realistic attitude towards it which is fine i mean it works for him i think dungeons and things should have their own logic or wilderness or worlds or whatever and i just almost cut my finger again and i just feel that there's a lot of fantastic things out there but if you can make them make sense on their own terms that's the thing on their own terms then you got something there like uh, I've said before, I like the Midlands because it's unusual on its own terms. I tend to think of a, something that Dr. Seuss said a long time ago about his fanciful creatures. He said, yeah, but there's a logic to it. If a creature has two heads, it makes sense he'd have two hats. Now, that's not always true, but I mean, I can see where he's going with this. Whatever fantastic thing you s- establish has got to make sense within its own logic. Now, there are a lot of things out there in games that are just going to be mysteries. They're just going to... You don't know why. There's tons of game books filled with stuff like that and it's plot hooks and the author doesn't explain them but this thing happens. It's always, this thing happens or this is this is here... Nobody knows who, or like stuff like, nobody knows who did it, or nobody knows why it's here, when it came here, blah, 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 What whatever, it's a total mystery to them. So, what you need, so what I like to have is the logical mystery, which means people don't know what this is. I'm talking about locals now, locals in the campaign area. Some of them, a lot of them won't know what this is all about, but... They deal with it, in a, with its on on its own terms, basically. If you have, say, oh, let's say, a plague of locusts. No, let's not do a plague of locusts. Uh, say the sky turns pink, and nobody knows why. Scholars, sages have tried to figure out. Men of science have tried to figure this thing out. They don't know why the sky turns pink. But if the sky turns pink, On alternate Wednesdays or once a month or once a year, they can pretty much deal with that. It's got its own logic, but it's consistent in its logic, which means the adventurers will, you'll drive them crazy. (laughs) Not really crazy, but they're going to want to know why For, for one reason or another, especially if you make it part of the plot. This person will die when the sky turns pink this time next year. Okay, you know the sky turns pink this time next year. Every year it turns this, this kind of pink. So when, and also, when it doesn't happen, that's a significant thing too, but I'll get that in a minute. So you know this person has one year to live. And so the PCs have one year to figure out what's going on. Why is the sky turning pink? How is it affecting this person? You don't have to understand why it's pink, but you got to find out how it's affecting the person. And that's a good plot. And like I said, if there's, if there's something... Also, if you have a weird effect that nobody knows anything about it, a mystery, but it gives them a benefit. Say the sky turns pink and the crops are doubled at that time of year. So when it doesn't happen, they're going to want to know why too. They're, wanting, they're going to try and figure out, you know, what's going on, what's... Maybe it just does it by itself. There's no reason this is the way the world works, but maybe there's something out there that's preventing it from happening. And as adventurers, you got to find out why. Otherwise, we're not going to get the crops like we used to and the area may die. So there's a plot right there. I find these kind of things very, very interesting. And as a game master, I don't really feel the need to explain to them. If I come up with a good idea why, and it's part of the story, and the characters find it out, all well and good. But if they don't, or it has tangential bearing in the story, this is the the one I just told you about the guy dying in a year and the one about the crops. Well, that's a main problem with that phenomena. So you go if you want to find out why, and especially like the last one, why is irrelevant? You just want to find out why it's not. So that kind of thing you want to think of. You should always pepper your world with a few mysteries. And let the and let the PCs chew on them for a while, if they're of that inclination. You know, nobody says anything about the black pearl that's in the middle of the Isle of Dread. But, I've had more than one player character want to go for it. They don't know why it's there, why it has been sp- out, spat out of the sea. Why, you know? But they, but they just want it, mainly because it's treasure. You know, but, but the point is, you don't know why it's there. Probably some giant clams spit it up. I don't know. It could be. I'd make it a little more fanciful, but... Anyway, they they don't... That's the kind of... That's the meat and drink of adventures right now, of, of player characters. So, sprinkle your world with mysteries and just let the players go to town. Why is the river running backwards? Oh, it always does that this time of year. Why? We don't know. But there's more... There's more salmon in the river then. So, I hope it keeps doing it. So... There you go. So if you want... I'm going to start my day. So if you want to talk about this or anything else or question it or anything, you can drop me a line at oldmangrogner.gmail.com or, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized now, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help this program. And I would thank you. Thank you to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Mark, and Juan Carlos for, support, for giving me support on this. And I really appreciate it, fellow. And don't forget... We still have a Kickstarter that's going to end this, let's see, today, this Friday, the 19th. Yes, it is Tom Wilson's Off the Beaten Path City Excursion. Look it up at kickstarter.com. It's a great book. It's a great book series filled with a lot of hooks and encounters for adventures. And your game, check it out. And that's at kickstarter.com. Look for, for Off the Beaten Path or Tom Wilson, T-H-O-M Wilson. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.